Welcome to Ali Talks, the platform for podcasts and videos to explore spirituality in your daily life. Simple and easy. Join the movement and go to Ali.vision. Hello and welcome to our weekly Energy Shot podcast. We are Matt Taylor and my name is Nicolaiano and we have decided to produce this podcast series in order to give you a weekly astrological update from Matt and some energy shots, which will also include wisdom, healing, practical coaching tools from our experience in order to give you a higher realm insight for your day-to-day life and some guidance for your unique soul purpose path. Hi Matt, how are you this week? I'm well, how are you? I'm doing fine, thank you. (laughs) Very good, you look well. Yeah, I give my best. It's the filter as well. (laughs) (laughs) Let's not forget the zoom filters, which are like evening out your skin. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. So, what's going on this week? All right. Well, um, this week we uh, sort of coming in over the weekend. We had the, uh, a new moon eclipse, which we spoke about last week. Uh, as I said, you know, f- full moons and new moon eclipses always happen together. So, you know, this is the second. We always have two. Sometimes we have three, but in this case, it's two. I'm pretty sure. I don't think there's an eclipse coming up next. So, so here we've had the two. And as we know, they're not just like, you know, most kind of astrologers say, well, there's an eclipse this day and we never hear of it again. But really the karmics and Kabbalists are explaining that these energies come in, um, you know, before and after. So eight days before, eight days after, and then with the following one, eight days before, eight days after. So really there are a whole consecutive energy over 32 days that, you know, doesn't stop. So um, it's very important to realize that because people are going through an eclipse period for nearly basically a month. Uh, What are eclipse periods? Why do we have them? Why don't we just not have normal ones? Why do we have to have eclipses? Right? So in the, in the structure of the universe, they're happening because the sun is really shining into the moon in a different way the moon representing our subconscious our soul our psyche but also our reactive system so that where you have your moon in your chart is how you react right where you're out of control because the moons and planets are and signs are all cut from the same cloth in other words what their strength is is also their weakness so while your moon may be your true self your true soul your true psyche it's also your very ego reactive system right so here the the sun is shining in on that saying this is your true self this is your ego or your limitations or your reactions where you're out of control and who you truly are right and so we're feeling you know many things during these eclipse periods that are brought up into the conscious the sun representing the conscious right Uh, and the light Okay, so we are the vessel, the moon, right? So here we get a, like a torch shone into, you know, into who we are for a, for a month period. It affects people in different ways. Some people sleep, some people can't sleep, some people dream, some people forget, some people will get more energy, whatever. It all affects us in a different way, but that's not really what they're about, right? That's where people get stuck, right? On this moon is affecting me like this. It's not really what it's about. You have to go deeper. You have to understand 
like what are you seeing in your reality or feeling or going through in this reality right during this time and then that becomes your work and of course the eclipses don't stop even at this month they they keep going until the next eclipse so this sets a tone for the whole eclipse now the first one as we talked about the full moon eclipse a couple of weeks ago was really about free will right to do the work or not do the work we are wrapped up in this moment of our lives with you know the current climate of oh i can't do this and i can do this we're wrapped up in the in the physical what i can and can't do this is more like freedom right it's three-dimensional, it's illusionary, and it comes and it goes, right? Next time we'll have so much freedom. It's like, oh, it's too much, and people are moving too much, and I can't keep up, and people will be complaining about that, right? So, you know, it's not really what we're talking about. We're talking more of the inner journey of where your freedom is inside, right? Because, like, typical examples, like if your mum walks in, before she even says hello, you're already reacting, right? You're not free. Yeah. We're not free. Your best friend walks in and to the room and you react, you go into a reactive state. You start thinking certain things. You start seeing them in certain ways. You start having an emotion about it. You're having a thought about it. Could be positive, could be negative, but you're not free because it's the same one over and over. We're not receiving the energies, right? So this is what the first one is about. The second one is coming into the new moon of Capricorn, I know that Western astrology are, are having a different conversation, but here in the ancient Babylonian text, the original astrology, we're coming into the month of Capricorn, right? A lot of Sagittarius energy, yes, but we're really in the, in the lunar cycle of Capricorn. Um, and so this is really speaking to accountability, right? Uh, this is what Capricorns speak to. They're ruled by Saturn and they're an earth sign. Uh, and usually when we're in a sign, we're coming into things that make us more responsible, right? And in Capricorn, it's really about transparency, accountability. Capricorns by nature are always counting. It rules over things that are counting, like banks, governments, administrations, big corporates, right? Or with the agency system, right? They're literally the accountant of the universe. Saturn is the accountant of the universe. It's the Lord of Karma. It keeps us like where we're going out of our karmic jurisdiction, right? So it's very much with the legal systems as well. Uh, it's very much with borders and um, stuff where we need to like really be accountable, right? So this second one is really about accountability. So if we put the two things together that we're accountable for our free will, right? We're responsible for our reality right and this will be a theme over the next six months how that translates in the 3d reality is nothing to do how it translates in the internal reality right so we will see here people fighting for their freedom or for more restrictions you know because we just happen to be living in a moment like that right but that is not really the point right it's a point and it's valid and it's true and you're experiencing it and yes it's in our reality and people have views on but it's not really what I'm interested in. What I'm interested in is how we get like responsible for our own free will, which is if I don't do work on myself, if I don't free up myself in, inside and I just have robotic reactions and, and never changing and holding my own, you know, state, state of mind, state of consciousness, state of awareness, I can't move forward. There's no possible way. Um, so we have to take responsibility for that. We have to take accountability for that. What is in my conscious mind or my subconscious state that I need to be conscious of, which ultimately leads to my inner freedom that I'm now free of traumas, pains, insecurities, dramas, 
biases, uh, jealousies, um, anxieties, whatever it is, the list can be quite extensive. It's a lot of work, but I need to be responsible and accountable to that, that I need to do it, right? Once we start doing that inner work, then we feel as free as our soul. Our soul is eternally free and, you know, endless energy. And we start connecting to that. And then that starts to shift things in a 3D reality. So this is a big message over the next six months. I find it, I found it very interesting to feel um, those last two eclipses, because as you taught me, <laughs> that those eclipses, uh, what they were about and what I felt for the first time was um, the, 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 the arrow that was shoot from the last eclipse to this one and how the themes were building up in the last six months in order for me then now to release certain things. I had major, two major releases last week and weekend um, where I could um, change a perception that was held in my auric field and that I was not even aware about because I could not feel it. When you have something on your body, a belief system or a behavior pattern, which is stored, the information is stored on your body, you, it's, it's very much more easy to really feel into that. But those two things were stored in my auric field and I couldn't feel them on my physical body. So on my physical body, I had a certain reality vibrating. Like I was in, I, I was in inner peace and I was like, uh, I, I'm good. No, everything is fine. And people were telling me like, no, but you look very pissed. And I was like, no, I'm, I really am not. I'm really not, I'm really good. And it was a belief system that I held in my aura from an ancestor line theme, which was vibrating outside to protect me. Like I had some very um, um, uh, dramatic people around me. And whenever that happened, this protection started to vibrate outside that I'm in a really bad mood, even though I was not. Like, and when they were talking to me, those people, they were like, oh, I don't want to annoy you or I'm so sorry to, and I was like, why? Like, I'm good. I, I, it doesn't bother me that you're sad or that you're doing those things. And it's really interesting because what that showed me, like, that was, like, for me, that was highly sophisticated to understand those, those stickers from the, from the ancestor line on, in your auric field. And I could get rid of them, them, and then I had them on my body and I could release them. But I first had to bring them back on my body to really be able to release the quality and to feel the quality and to feel also the, like my nervous system, the, it was a way of my nervous system to be protected by the drama of other people. And therefore I almost dissociated of their reality. So it could not bother my, my body. And that it, yes, it comes up as a it comes up as a defense system, doesn't yes. it? And it doesn't let yes. ultimately it doesn't let people in right? because people yes. are like whatever whatever we're whatever is going on inside of us and whatever we're projecting can often, as Nicole was saying, be two different things. But 
they kind of like defense systems and they ultimately say, why don't, why doesn't anybody like me or why doesn't anybody come, why can't I keep a relationship or anything like this? And we know in deep inside that we're good people functioning away, but there's this other kind of projection. It's interesting in astrology, it comes up in the rising. So wherever your rising sign is, is how people receive you right so there's good to those things right there's really always a good but as i said in the beginning there's cut from the same cloth whatever the good thing is is also the, the challenge right so so you once you're aware of your ascendant or your rising and what energies that puts out then you have to modulate right so virgo is i'm very helpful i'm very here for the like the care the you know i, I care I'm um, concerned, I like to heal, I like to help, I like to, I'm responsible, but then the other energy of Virgo is contentious, right? I'm frustrated and I'm angry and it's, this is such a detail and, you know, why is this? So, (laughs) right? And so you, we have both. And so what we've got to do is, is find out how can I modulate that in like, so that people are receiving, you know, what i what i want right yeah. so for a virgo rising it's very important for the for them to go out and heal and help and be very caring as i said but virgos are very judgy and picky and cantankerous like a little bit i was probably the exactly world. like that. that and then it comes out right and so with the rising we don't you know that is what the sees before or it sees us, right? Yeah. So that kind of energy sits sort of as a field around us, which is what Nicole was kind of saying. The rising sits as the ascendant, which is how I want to go out into the world and how the world sees me or knows yes. me in the first place, right? The immediate things, right? So we have to be able to know what's my rising and how am I coming across, right? So as an Aquarius rising, I'm coming across friendly and, you know, want to people to the community and building groups and energizing things and doing things that are weird and different and you know breaking the mainstream but then Aquarius is very cold it's like I can shut down <laughs> people just see where did he go he's so yeah. aloof he's not there yeah and so you know that is what they see even though like deep inside and Pisces and and, and Libran energy which is very with the people very like wants to relate wants it can be the the rising puts can sometimes put just this bomb <laughs> right for me so we need to understand that energy that we're projecting so that we we are in control right yeah. so we um, can do that yes and, really and that is another part of taking responsibility right yeah. what's really interesting to finish my point about the last um eclipse and this eclipse that um, theme or those themes there were two this was the one was this and the other one was the relationship to my body was also really interesting I when when I'm like within my body and like I feel good about myself like I this body feels amazing and it's a great home and it's like doing amazing but in the perception of having a relationship with a man there it was impossible in my thought pattern to have a relationship with a man with this body because it was ugly and you know there were all those negative things like you're too fat and you're not beautiful enough and nobody will ever love you with this with this consciousness and but that was not on my physical body that was not my physical reality i could not feel that but that's what i realized on saturday and sunday and it was really interesting 
And with those two topics built up with the last eclipse and they were like now dwelling and building their, their, their theme over the last six months. So I'm mm -hmm. so, I'm so looking forward to the next eclipse to understand what this one will build up. It will do it more consciously now. <laughs> I love it. Bye. Right, right. So it's like it's going to help you because this this Capricorn energy is you're, you're accountable to that, right? So it'll push you to to do the to do the work. And Capricorn is very much about the work, right? Now in this in the three D, they're very much with work, very much how much they earn, very much with their public status and their profession and the job title, and what they do. And Capricorns are very this, right? They're, this is where we look in the chart for that kind of energy, but in the the higher dimensions, more that I'm interested in. It's very much where we do the spiritual work. What am I for, right? Yeah. So what is my what is my tallying up that I need to do around this issue, right? So <clears throat> it's very interesting. And this will be, you know, over the next six months, we will see this kind of thing about people talking about, oh, you know, responsibility really for me is another word of empowerment. Once you take it on, then you're empowered yeah. to change it, right? It's, you're not waiting for anything to, to do that. So we'll, we'll hear words around responsibility, accountability, empowered. What are you going to do about it? You know, all of that. This will be big conversation. Can all I right. So there's something? not really much space in the cosmos for people to, to, to avoid their choices, right? Their options, because they have to be responsible for those. I have yeah. a question. What's the downside of Capricorn? Like uh, the, the upside you know, is clear. What's like the, the strength? I got that. But what's the mm, downside of it? Like, so people can like really. Well, I often find that it's the, the counting, right? So they are, they're, they're, because they're ruled by Saturn, uh, they're very with the counting. So, you know, they're, it's like they get a bit with the material reality. Right. So, oh, what do you do for your job? Where do you live? What's your job title? Right. And they're looking very much like like into the very material reality. In fact, what we have is in the system is Sagittarius, which is the month of miracles. So we're very much in the high. And then we come in the month after with the with the physical. Right. So we are bringing a lot of the Sagittarius energy into this energy so that we are not bound by the material world. Right. You, you, yeah, a, a Sagittarius, sorry, a Capricorn is very much with the guilt system, right? Or you can't do that because I haven't earned it, right? Mm. Or this, they're very much with the past. Or this was where my past was. And, you know, I'm now like, I have to earn my way out of it, right? Yeah. So they're very much with the physical world as all, as all earth signs are. You'd kind of think that earth signs like Taurus and Capricorn and Virgos would be very comfortable with the way the earth works, but they're not. In fact, they're the most uncomfortable with the way the earth works because they're constantly looking to put structure and process and, and systems, right? In an illusionary reality, yeah. right? There is no, that we're all coming to do a spiritual work and then we leave and this is all not real, right? <laughs> so, so this causes them an upset. So with a Capricorn, they're, they're more about hierarchies and climbing things, you know, very well. Now I've done this and now I can do this like one step after the other. I've earned it. Yes. 
And they said there's no sense of risk, there's no sense of adventure, there's no sense of breaking the, 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 the boxes and really going out, right? It all has to be earned and calculated and tallied up. This is what I can do next, right? And they draw great comfort from the, from the physical world, from the material world. So these are the people that you need to build a business and you need to build it this way or go up the corporate ladder or, and then you can earn a home and then you can do, the, and this is all the things that make me comfortable right mm. well i mean how many lives do you know that that's never worked out right it's not a it's a, it's a it's not a system it's just something that's there in the in the illusionary reality and what they've got to do is draw more comfort from the light more security from the light right that you know Amazing. that the that the energetic world is is where you get most of your security from right and move forward not like counting on the things of the past that are still the reality now so this is their work yes okay so uh yeah so that's kind of the capricorn energy is that in also in this month we fall very hard into the the physical world and the hardness of the physical world right this is what the capricorns get very busy within the negative of the of their we yes this is not working out this is not the order this is not the structure and this is what i'm trying to tally it all and abacus it out with We've, we're trying to fall it into this into this kind of model but this is what we've got to get above in this in this in this month is drawing greater security from the beyond logic of the of the universe right not to fall into the patterns and systems that we're trying to put into this illusionary reality right so also not to try and do everything with such a hard push to it right it doesn't have to be hard everything got to be hard right it's got to have like a more of a, a tune in with it here what we see that as i said capricorn is ruled by saturn and saturn at the moment is squaring uranus now uranus is the opposite energy to all saturn things like it and all like capricorn things uranus is Let's break down the systems. Let's be free. Let's have any system. Let's not have any structure. Let's not have any accountability. Let's just go and do that. So Uranus here, and we had this square for six months at the beginning of the year, right? The fight between irresponsible freedom and boring um, restriction. Now, what the square does is it tries to like find the happy medium, which is what we're all trying to do. You've got to have responsibility. You've got to be accountable. You've got to be transparent, but also you've got to move forward, right? You've got to be able to like break down your own systems, but they're all internal, right? And we're fighting away at this kind of outside thing, which is kind of only an effect of our inside work right so here we get it again this whole balance between i've got to find a free will but i've got to be responsible to that the whole story is the same you know when we when we look at it in a different way free versus responsible it's and that is the thing we'll be living with <laughs> yes. yeah. it's also what right. with those with those um lockdowns yeah but uh, well, we're going back into them. I know, but it's the same thing. I mean, you look at Germany. You look at Germany now. They're locking down people that Austria. haven't had vaccinations. You look at Israel now. Israel has closed down its countries. Austria has done the same. I mean, we got New York. Australia, I think is doing something similar. Canada. So it's all in a. It's all in a fact. 
right, of all of this energy that the energy is pushing us in to do, but the effect is that, you see, it's only the afterthought that, well, now I've got this kind of fight and battle going on the outside world, but because it's not really the, you know, the, the work is being done inside, yeah. right? And so, and there's just an effect of what the universe is asking us to look at right now. That's why I don't get so busy with it. I do my own thing, I make my own choices, and I live with arts and what everybody wants to do is, is up to them. But I'm, I'm trying to find a balance between the two things, right? I'm trying to, like, I don't want one two way or the other, right? Because that's what the energy is asking us to, it's asking us with the Uranus to revolutionize, to modernize, to free ourselves, to update ourselves, but Saturn, but with responsibility and accountability, usually to others, right? So um, that is kind of where we're at. It's like, where is the middle ground? And we're all deciding where the middle ground is. That's why the extremities of things are never good. If you're in the extremity of something and you think only one way about something, for sure, in this current energy, you are, dis you are no, I wouldn't say that, you are misaligning with the system. Yeah. You're not, you're not in the system. The system is asking you to find your balance between the two whatever you think the balance is is fine but if you're stuck in one way of too much of this and too much of that you're going to struggle it sounds to me very much like in kundalini yoga we speak about the positive and the negative mind and the duality that the positive and negative mind is playing upon your incarnation and the goal in kundalini yoga when what we do is we want to be in the more in the neutral mind which is the third type of mind that we have to perceive the positive and the negative mind and this is what this uranus square saturn is showing me like that's right because the, the the central mind the, the yeah. balanced mind is free will the neutral not mind. something and that we have yeah right we have to choose balance we have to choose the middle ground exactly. right it's, it, we get stuck in one or the other right we the the free will that we have is in the middle ground and we don't pull there, into middle ground as human beings we're, we're we're thrown around right like this yeah. left to right up to down left to that and we need the free will position is that middle mind you're talking about exactly I was writing an article for Ally Vision about discipline and why discipline is so important. And that's the same thing. And when a disciplined human is doing a daily practice or a practice, a weekly practice, whatever you choose to do, and a disciplined human then gets the ability to get the emotions, the thoughts, and the, the resonance surrounding them to take those three information uh, spots and it takes in those three information pieces and then with the free will decide on where to go next. And the problem with the people that are not disciplined that are constantly like only in their emotions, they're like, oh no, I don't feel like doing this because it doesn't feel right today. Well, the problem is then you're not you don't have access to your free will because in order to to live your free will you need to take the three information as like sources that you're getting as a human your emotions your thoughts and your your um instinct your intuition basically and then and then when you take those three into account then you make a decision with your free will and that's a very different thing and that shows to me this Uranus-Saturn situation as well, 
it really talks, it really speaks in the same vibration to me. It's like really, like you have to understand in order to exercise your free will, if you're a slave of your emotion, if you're a slave of your thoughts, if you're a slave of the, 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 the gut feeling, then you won't do shit in your life. You have to take them as sources of information, get some daily practice in or some weekly practice in, in order for you to be able to get them and get a higher kind of um, perception of reality. Yes. I mean, it's, it's sort of, as you do the work, it becomes a little bit more obvious when you're too much yeah. in your mind or you're too much in your feelings and you're not with your kind of source of energy enough. Right. And so that's the whole idea of the spiritual tools, right. Is to get kind of, Yes, we have access to thought and emotion, but those are so illusionary because I'm not thinking <laughs> what I thought five minutes ago. How did I remember it? <laughs> <laughs> and I was, you know, a bit sad yesterday. Now I'm a bit happy. So which one was right? Right. So which one was the one I should listen to? You know, we don't know. So these tools help elevate us out of that kind of confusion of the information of the body, and they give us more of a central way to go through. And that, that is why you cannot judge anybody on what, what they're choosing because like they're either stuck in their emotions, they're stuck in their mind, or they're listening to this spiritual path. Uh, we don't know. We have no way of knowing. But if it's something balanced, I always think, oh, that sounds, you know, like, okay, that's what that person's spiritual head trip is at the moment, you know, and we can't interfere. So, you know, so where they're at is where they're at, you know where i'm at is where i'm at but yes as nicole's saying is kind of this um elevation above the confusion of all this one percent reality this physical reality does give us a better sense of navigation yeah sometimes i think people choose not to do that because they're just happier in their own thought yeah i wouldn't want this thought and i'm going to stick to it and i'm going to push my way through it and whatever chaos may come from that yeah <laughs> do you know what i mean <laughs> yeah i think yes. I spoke today already about it. This is like spirituality 101. When you're first like coming a little bit into the spiritual realm, you're like, oh my God, my thoughts create my reality. And then you're like, ooh, I can do all I want. And then you're like, okay, I'm creating my reality. And then you're doing those little <laughs> post-it notes all over the place. And people do like, they're doodling and they're doing all those things. And then... Mm. All of a sudden, you're like, fuck, there is a block. What am I doing with that? And then you're coming to spirituality 2.0, where you realize, fuck, they're blocks, they're belief systems and behavior patterns, and they're karmic shit that's going on. So you're starting to do the shadow work, like in all basics. Yes. And then, and then yes. when you have done the shadow work, when you're combining spirituality 1.0 and 2.0, you get spirituality 3.0. You realize you can. Um, give out your your um, your your reality. You're creating that, and when you're feeling the block, you're you're unlocking the thing. So you're like really starting the co-creation. And spirituality 4.0 is then probably I don't know. You're just thinking of things, and they're they're appearing, and like you know, you're more in a flow state. And but. but mm it's it's an evolutionary thing and like when you're when you're in 1.0 you think you got it you think you're like the master of the disaster and with 2.0 you're like laughing about the ones in 1.0 because you're like oh yeah wait for the blocks 
you will get that one and then you will get and in spirituality 3.0 you're like oh yeah guys the ones that are just <laughs> doing the shadow work all the time you're like nah yeah keep on going but you're still the co-creator it's not focusing only on the shadows it's focusing on the co-creation of the thing and then all of a sudden you're like okay maybe enlightenment is just not existing and we're just, just constantly transforming the thing yeah. <laughs> and yeah it's very that you never i never really know if you're spiritual or not right even no. if you're like if you're, if you're a guru so and so and you know doing the the whatever all day every day I, I don't think you ever really know like it's a certain a certain like uh you know you as in capricorn you can't tally it up you can't put it on a spreadsheet you can't physically account it yeah. right so ultimately i think it's something that you you have to like with your own light your own cosmos or your own thing know that you're at one with like i think if there's any kind of senses that whatever happens i'm at one with <laughs> do you know what i mean what yeah. is that and i think that that's very difficult because like, there's a lot of things in my life i'm not at one with but i want change but I, so it's sort of like okay so i'm meant to be having this reality at this point a sense of certainty in the universe it's a very high level of living we're, we're yet to reach but we're on our way now I love the okay. definition of, of Sadhguru about spirituality. What does he, he say? Spirituality does not mean any particular practice. Mm. It's a certain way of being. Exactly. It's, um, it's, it's a certain state there, that you're in. Yes. Right? It's not a, a thing that you're ticking off. And this no. is what I'm saying in Capricorn. This is where we get so busy. But it's not to say, oh, I, oh I'm, I'm a wife now or a husband now. I'm very spiritual because... I manifested that. That that didn't come from you. That doesn't come from you. Your soul chose it before you got here, right? Your soul knew it was going to have that moment. You have to, what your job is is to know that whatever you're having right now is 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 correct. Now that that is what he's saying, right? That's what I'm saying too. I think like it's a state of being that whatever you're having right now is where you're meant to be in your spiritual process. Now you tell me one person who's happy with us. Why <laughs> there's no one and because it's a process to get to the state where i'm completely at one i have so much certainty in the universe that wherever i'm at right now is meant to be what i'm going through mm. it's very difficult it's very difficult right and, what and, I love it was, and when we're in the human body it's the human body is designed to take us out of that this illusionary world the material world is designed the gym to say you really at one with me let's do this <laughs> and the material world moves around so you get all jumbled up in it and take you away in order for you to go back to that ah that sense of oneness with the world with the universe again and it doesn't have to be when you're happy right it's it's like ah is that me now what about when i do this <laughs> and see you're not you're not truly like at one with me so that's what challenges exist for like and the reasons that we don't have is like can you be at one with this like at one with me the greater mind the greater cosmos and that's what i think he's saying right i completely agree it's a state of mind it's a state yeah. of mind it's not a state of physicality and he says like 
An atheist cannot be spiritual, but you must understand that even a theist cannot be spiritual because an atheist and a theist are not different. One believes there is God, another believes there is no God, but both of them are believing something that they That's do right. not know. I, I love it. That's right. You are That's not right. sincere enough to admit so that, it, you do that not I agree that if you, if there's no, there's no difference between not believing in something and believing in something because yeah. belief doesn't get you anywhere, right? Your beliefs get you nowhere. A spiritual seeker is it's neither a, deep, it's a deeper thing or an atheist. He has realized that he does not know, so he is seeking. And I love that. That's right. That's what we are. <laughs> yes, that's right. Because like it is his first, his point of about believing it doesn't really matter if you believe in it or not the fact the, the yeah, fact is it still exists yeah who cares what you believe in right the fact is there is still a, a cosmic mind out there a creative force out there that is your soul has come to do a journey with we don't know that either matter if you believe in it or not because when that's right because when your soul leaves the body when you pass on from this physical world it's not worrying like what oh, did i believe that or not believe that it's not having that conversation we only have that conversation when we're in the body so beliefs don't matter. Their their beliefs are irrelevant because they're changeable. They're mutable. They don't from one day to the other. No. Seeking an experience like within is like the thing. I think. Yeah, I love that. I, yeah. I saw that, and I thought it's really it's really reflecting what we're speaking about right now. <laughs> it's a good one, no? Yeah. Yes, it's a great one. Well, speaking more to that is last week, Neptune went direct, which is like the spiritual kind of planet, right? It's in Pisces, which is the spiritual sign. So we've been there since 2011, 2012, and we'll be there till 2014 or uh, 24 or 25, like 14 years or 12 years or something like that. So here it's gone direct, which means over the past three or four months, we have this big spiritual like review. And where am I? What my life means to me? Am I all of that? And now it goes direct, which means all of the things that I was contemplating are now being able to be clearer. When when Neptune is kind of retrograde, it's kind of puts this big fogginess in the atmosphere. Like nothing is very very clear because we're all going up for the review of the of the uh, you know of what the soul wants to do. Right? It's how we spiritually access energy is through the portal of Neptune. So when it's now like going direct again, it's kind of like, oh, I can feel where, you know, my, where my next dreams are, my aspirations are, or my, perp like my spiritual mission is and all of these bigger, bigger mind things. So to be speaking to that is, is perfectly aligned. So yeah? that means we only so this have is a great thing. planet retrograding now? Oh, Nicole, you remember it, yes. I, th I think I'm learning. You slowly. are. It took a year. Slowly, <laughs> quickly, I'm getting there. Now you're very good. You are getting <laughs> no. there. I see, I see. That's right. So the only planet retrograding is Uranus, which is saying, where are you free? Yeah. What is freedom to you? And that's why we're having this conversation about consciousness and free will yeah. because that's where we're that's what uranus is asking us to review at the moment very good so neptune is saying well that's the spiritual conversation you're meant to be having right i feel finally so mars is going to fight ah yes over this past three or four months it's very much a, like oh. a, a and these like bigger planets when they're retrograde oh. 
are affecting everybody again whether they believe it or not uh, they're affecting everybody yeah for me that was like the last four months was really like in in kundalini yoga we would say i went through a shakti path which is like i really question everything i do i question my presence my um, my roles my my spiritual journey my daily practice my like my everything i i everything was under review and it was really like deep going deep it was like a a deep dive of like is it really where you want to go and i there were certain things i got rid of like you know like i was clearing out like certain things i didn't think that they would fit into my life but then i like i was rearranging all the things and now i feel like I could like those four months, I could feel them deeply. Mm. Yes. I was feeling like, I think one of my things that I learned is that I push a bit hard myself. I, like I like doing a lot of things and I can do a lot of things. I have the energy for that, but then it's this side of me that pushes over. Like now I've got to push and it's going to happen this way. And it's going to work on this. It's very hard feeling and it takes away a lot of my joy yeah so i feel you know the sadness now these things didn't like mount to all of this right rather than just enjoying what i'm doing and you know this is what i'm doing i'm going to put a little light in here i have this side of me that is very like yeah <laughs> and i'm taking that out like oh, i'm really yeah. going to take that out amazing yeah good for you so yeah it's it's a help I think. Um, and then finally, Mars in Scorpio is finalizing in Scorpio. So when a, like a planet finalizes in a sign, it's really putting more, more of itself in there. It's really like, okay, Mars, I'm coming home in Scorpio and I'm going to give more Mars energy in Scorpio. Mars rules Scorpio, right? So it's very at home there. It's very comfortable there. These are the, these, planet and this sign work very well together okay and scorpio is the intensity the transformation about where things are dark to where things are light and mars as well where we go to battle and of course usually we pick our battles outside the body rather than with our own limitations of where we've got to transform but mars we're using mars well it's like where can i break through internally right where can i transform where can i go to battle internally to transform something so these are very intense <laughs> this is very intense when mars is in scorpio we are in our mars is taking us deep into the the the, the deepest realms the darkest places of us and taking us right in there like the soul that it is um bravely courageously and all of that and the, the scorpio is going well this is your darkness whether you want to transform it or not and that is your free will yeah. Right. So over the next week or 10, it's still a little bit with us, is this Mars, this Uranus, all about all taking us in there. What do you want to change? What do you want to transform? Here it is on a plate. Now this is your choice. Do you want to do something about it or not? Mm. And that's what we'll feel. Yes. Love it. Hmm. So that's it for this week. <laughs> <laughs> that's your homework <laughs> i love it so you guys this is like our podcast. Um, 
<laughs> that's it, problem. Neil. That's it. We're, we're done with it. <laughs> if I haven't left you in tears and upset and anxiety, no, no that's it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, fine. cool. I try to be upbeat about it. Like if you but it really is life. kind of very like pulling all the 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 gun cut from inside, right? It's just the clips is the the energies, the patterns, yeah. and everything is really like. And this is detoxing you and show giving you your back back backside on a plate more or less and yeah. say okay what do you want to do with all of this work there you go um there you go to do what to be or not to be yes yeah. yes that's, that's the question so guys if you like our podcast <laughs> you can um see us live we are tomorrow night live um on clubhouse yes tuesday night on clubhouse tuesday yeah. night European with time. the Cosmic yes. Collective and um, we're speaking there about all things with other experts there are like other astrologers they're intuitives there are like many many amazing people with us so this is one option or you can leave us a comment or shoot us a DM if you have questions for me don't ask me to thanks astrology because as you know I have no clue <laughs> Ask Matt. No, no, you have more of a clue. You it's have more better. of a clue. Like in a it's year from better. now, Matt, imagine in a year from now, I'm like, I'm maneuvering. No, it'd be like, um, it'd be like Yoda and Luke Skywalker. <laughs> yes. Can we have the sword? <laughs> of course, have- that's what it's all about. Oh my God. Yes. I want to have that. <laughs> all right um if you oh, she'll be feeling forces she's never felt before <laughs> feel the force yeah. <laughs> oh imagine <laughs> <laughs> love it um if you want to yeah. read more about us or see more like matt has some amazing kabbalistic meditations on my.ally.vision i give kundalini yoga on my.ally.vision and you can have a seven-day free trial. It's for free. You don't even have to give your credit card or anything. So if you want that, you can do that. We have on LI Vision a lot of articles about many, many different topics, all about well-being, also business, modern business, new business. So check us out um, if you want to. Yes, Nicole showed me all the other teachers, and I feel like oh, I'm the. I'm the um, uh, well, the mature teacher. There's a lot of lot of very good-looking, young, active, new spiritual people with a whole much more dynamic energy. (laughs) (laughs) It's like the new generation is coming through, and I really am looking like Yoda. So, (laughs) Uh, so there's like you know, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, I know. yeah so there's the for the old for the if you want to be the old fogey energy there's me but if you want something more dynamic and and fascinating and interesting there's all the other teachers to be there are quite a few isn't there there's like i said to bettina i said to bettina like how is it possible that everyone looks so good like what what yeah. are we doing That's all those people them. are so pretty <laughs> it's like so annoying it's like oh my god <laughs> Yeah, but amazing. They are. I mean, but no, to, to to also you know not take anything away from incredibly powerful. So yeah. yeah, jump in there and grab some stuff from them. They're amazing. It's okay. it's good to see. Yes. 
Amazing, you guys. We wish you a happy week <laughs> and we hear each other next week. See you then. Bye. Bye. Lovely having you with us at Ali Talks. Would you like to know more about empowered spirituality, whether in business or for your personal life? Then visit us at ali.vision or write us an email at contact at ali.vision.